0: Hey guys, welcome back to Blunt Going Mama podcast. I'm your host, Shanitria. I got you <laughs> with another episode. You guys, I am so happy right now because this has actually been a really good day. So I woke up and did a wake and bake, which like <laughs> since I had the second kid. <laughs> the second case. Since I've had the second child, <laughs> I really haven't been able to wake and bake as much as I used to, and as much as I would like to because. Let's just be clear, like, nothing starts off your day like waking up and being able to smoke some good, dank-ass weed, okay? Like, nothing gets you in the right headspace and, like, you're basically ready to take on the day. Like, fuck waking up in the morning and drinking coffee and fuck waking up in the morning and going for a run, which going for a run does help a lot, too. But, I mean, like, if you don't feel like doing all that stuff, weed is, like, really... (laughs) or do all that and like you know like smoke some weed and then go do yoga and start off your day you know like you're just going to feel great when you incorporate cannabis into your morning I feel like i'm like the spokesperson for weed right now and <laughs> you so as you guys know the podcast where i like to talk about weed and all things weed and parenting as a mom to two kids and all things relationships and sex and all that good shit because i'm in a relationship and i've been with my boyfriend for almost 10 years so yeah i got stuff And I also like to share y'all's stories because you guys have like the best stories about how cannabis has helped you be a better parent or be a better partner or what have you. So I just want to, you know, help normalize this shit and help people realize that like we out here, we're parenting and we're professionals and we have jobs and we have social lives and we have goals and we're getting shit done and we still smoke weed and smoking weed does not make you a bad person. Speaking of smoking Weed <laughs> I Am definitely about to smoke a little some right now because your girl needs some weed <laughs> So, okay, what am I about to smoke? Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh! I'm like totally blanking out in the name so I have this thing. Oh, yeah, it's called can lock and basically it allows you to keep your weed fresher longer so I, whenever I buy some weed, I always just take it out of whatever packaging it's in and I put it inside of the, the can lock because it keeps the weed fresh. It has like a little, I think I posted it on a Blah Blah Mama's Instagram stories. So basically it has like a little pump that it allows you to just seal the container so that it's airtight and it keeps your weed fresh longer. So, it just, you know, your, your weed is around for a long time, you know what I'm saying? You're able to keep smoking it without it getting all stale and shit. There's nobody wants stale weed. I mean, I'm still going to smoke it. <laughs> I'm still gonna smoke it, but nobody wants stale weed. So, anyways, the point of me telling you all of that is that the weed that I'm about to smoke is in that container and there's no label on it, so I don't really know what strain I'm smoking, but I am smoking. And it's, uh, blah, 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 blah. blah. <laughs> Pardon me, guys, I have been smoking. I dabbed right before I started recording, so. <laughs> I dabbed with this strain called Blueberry Punch, it's an indica, so I'm already feeling it. And now I'm about to smoke some flower, and that's also an indica, so by the end of this I'm going to be past the fuck out. I'm going to sleep. It's nighttime, so my bedtime routine, I like to smoke a little indica before I go to bed because it helps me get those Z's that I desperately need. Just period. (laughs) I won't even tell you guys what time it is right now. (laughs) Anywho, so. I keep on digressing because I'm high. Yeah, so that was blueberry punch that I dabbed earlier, and it, it's got me feeling so good. And dabbing an indica at night is just the best way to treat yourself. Like, fuck everything else. Like, doing that allows you to 100,000% be able to relax and unwind the way you want to, whether it's curled up on the couch, watching a movie on Netflix, or taking a bath with some candles lit, or what have you. Like, indica is going to get you there so that you go to bed feeling like a queen <laughs> so i'm about to smoke some purple punch that's the name of the strain it's an indica it really gets me relaxed without getting too high I, i'm not an indica girl as you guys know i'm always smoking sativa or um, a hybrid because i don't really like like it's very much a downer for me and makes me feel super relaxed and the wrong indicas just make like me pass the fuck out like I'll be knocked out sleeping like <laughs> and having the best sleep of my life and it's not it's not a bad thing with those kind of strengths I can't really smoke as a lot of it or I'll be fucked I'll be like couch flops, like on the couch so I have to be kind of careful with indicas but this one doesn't get me like that it definitely has me like relaxed and chill but I'm still functional and that for me as a mom, I can never use any kind of cannabis that won't have me functional because I have shit to do. I have two children to look after. You know, I have things and responsibilities to take care of. I have this podcast <laughs> that I need to keep up with. So I can't risk not ever being functional. I am too. I have too many damn responsibilities. But it does help take the edge off. So that's of am I talking because I've been talking way too fucking much and not smoking enough. So... Let the smoking commence. <laughs> if you have anything that you want to roll up on, I suggest you grab it right now. I got the big bong today, y'all. I got the big baby. What what's her name? I don't even know what I should. Call, I don't even know what I should call this bong. I name all my bongs. You guys know Brooklyn, which is like the colorful safari looking one. That um, I got in Brooklyn with my bae. and this one is like the big clear one. I, maybe you guys have seen it on Instagram before. I'm about to smoke out of her. (laughs) So grab your pipe or your bong or your joints or your vape or whatever it is and get out of me. Yeah. Oh my gosh, guys. Hmm. oh my god and I still have one more hit <coughs> one more pull <sighs> I don't want to have to stop and drink water but <laughs> the way I'm feeling right now <laughs> all right I gotta pull it one more time I gotta clear the bomb I gotta clear the bomb here we go here we go Oh me, oh my. <laughs> I had to get some water. <laughs> mm. oh my God that was so that what just happened just now was so real like <laughs> I am so. Stoned, you guys. Oh, I'm in trouble. (laughs) What did I just do? (laughs) Do you ever just like get so stoned and just be like, God damn it. And then just be like so glad you don't have shit to do. Like you don't have work tomorrow or anything. Like that's how I'm feeling right now. I'm like, I am so high and I'm like, it's nighttime. So the kids are sleeping and everybody's in bed. I'm just like, I can actually get away with this. (laughs) Because I don't have shit to do right now. (laughs) I feel like nighttime is, like, my favorite time because I'm able to kind of, like, unwind and do what I want to do and really chill because the kids are knocked the fuck out. And so that's why it's my favorite time. <laughs> I'm really sure a lot of other parents can relate and be like, hell yeah, bedtime is my time. Like, that's my me time. That's when I get shit done. That's when I'm able to relax. That's when I'm able to binge watch, you know, whatever I'm binge watching, which, by the way woke up this morning got your stuff gone Oh my god, y'all, I am so obsessed with the Sopranos right now. I'm in the sixth season, I'm halfway through it, and I like I'm so desperate to see like how this show is going to end. Like wh- what's gonna happen to Tony? Like Uncle Junior, like what's really going to go down. I'm like, I'm trying so hard not to Google it and spoil it for myself, but I just wanna know. Oh my gosh. So yeah, that's what's been going on with me. And also, like, I just wanted to, like, get into this really quickly with you guys. And I have just been babbling so much that I haven't even gotten to the meat and potatoes of what this episode is about. <laughs> so I wanted to talk to you guys about getting a babysitter for the kids. So I, like, with my first, my daughter... We really were just like, okay, we need to get a babysitter because I was going back to work. My boyfriend was already working, already back to work. And she was like three months old and I was starting a new job at Huffington Post. Well, for me, it was a really big deal at the time. So I was super excited. I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm going to be an editor at the Huffington Post. It was such a big deal. You know, no one in their right mind would apply to a job when their baby is like a month or two months old, but me, I do that. And I did it. And then I got the job and I chose the job. Okay. I chose the job over my family. (laughs) I think about this a lot because it's just like, what the fuck was I thinking? But at the time, you know, I feel like everything happens for a reason and leads you to the place that you're in. So, you know, without all this experience and everything I went through, I wouldn't be talking to you guys right now. Right. But In the moment, I was just like, oh, I have to take this job. Meanwhile, I have, like, a (laughs) three-month-old. And so then it's like, oh, shit, like, who's going to watch the baby? So it's like, okay, we can get babysitters. But, you know, babysitters aren't always reliable. I think we had one, like, call out on us once. And it's just like, okay, when that happens, it throws off your whole entire workday, right? Because you're like... Oh, I thought I was going to be able to go to this meeting and handle resolve this issue or whatever. And you can't do any of that anymore. And then you have to call out last minute or ask to work from home. And it's like it makes you look unreliable to your boss. So just like all that stuff I was thinking, I was just like, oh, my gosh. So luckily, my sister at the time, she just finished college. And so she wasn't, you know, she was trying to figure out what she wants to do next. And so I'm just like, come to New York, you know, come to New York and, you know, help us with your niece, my daughter, and also, like, figure out your life in New York. Like, why not come to one of the greatest cities in the world to basically figure out what you want to do next in your life? And at the same time, spend time with your niece and me, you know, we can hang out together. And that's what we did. And it really worked out. And so now... We moved from New York to LA and we don't have any family here. We don't have any friends here. Like my boyfriend, he is born and raised in Brooklyn. So he has like all of his good friends are in Brooklyn and his family. And, you know, he just has this huge support base there. And then eventually my sister, as I said, moved to New York and she ended up staying. Another one of my friends that I went to college with, she ended up moving to New York and she's still there now. And then I also made friends along the way while I was in New York. So I had like a bit of a support, a great support group there as well after living there, after living there for almost six years so we just basically left all that into LA where we know no one (laughs) and it's just been like okay you know it's been cool and everything's been great and I I guess it's different having a babysitter look after your three-year-old or your two-year-old or your four-year-old she's she's four now our daughter because you know she can talk and communicate and she's very easy to you know watch like basically just turn on a tv put on paw patrol and mickey mouse clubhouse and she's good (laughs) and give her a cheese string and she's easy to please you know whereas with a baby you know babies can't really talk so they can't really tell you like what they want and you know something should happen to that baby then the baby can't tell you you know something happened to them so it takes a lot more trust when you're handing off your baby to a stranger and I haven't experienced that because my first I had my sister come and thankfully she did come and she helped out and watched um Zora for those that's my daughter's name in those first few months of life so I was really lucky in that respect but now I'm just like okay what do i do now like we have this other child and like i've luckily been able to stay home with him and he's almost six months old so i feel more comfortable than like you know having to at three months old which is usually how long a u.s maternity leave lasts, um which is 12 weeks <laughs> three months old and you have to go back to work and the baby is super small and you have to put them either in daycare or have a family member or or get a nanny like those are your options you know So it's a lot to, when you think about how small babies are at that age, it's just like, oh my gosh. So he's six months, so I don't feel as like, oh my gosh, anymore, but he's still only six months, yo. Like, I just want to give him until he's uh, 12 months, and then I'll feel comfortable putting him in daycare and everything. But that first year, I just want to spend that time with him and really just bond with him overall and just be there to see every little milestone. Because I think that's really important. And I didn't get really get, get that the first time around with my daughter because I was working. So, you know, hindsight is twenty twenty. <laughs> but what I'm getting at is that now it's not so much as I need to go back to work, which I probably will start working more soon. But it's more like me and my boyfriend want to go out for like a cute date night little moment. And we can't do that because like of all of the scared thoughts and fears and insecurities we have about leaving our child with someone we don't know <laughs> and not just that baby but also a baby and a four-year-old so it's like it's a lie it's, it's scary when you don't trust you trust, not trusting like you don't I don't know you you know <laughs> but I'm trusting that because you're a professional and I'm paying you that you will be kind to my children you know but we have cameras, so, like, that can ease, you know, your worries. But it could also just end up killing my battery because the whole time we're out, I'm watching on the cameras on my phone <laughs> like a psycho. But, I mean, hello, those are my children. So, <laughs> how else are you going to feel? Yeah, man, but it's, like, it's just such a wild and crazy feeling. It's like, if I, if I could think of every scenario in my head of what could go wrong while I'm not here, and they're under the care somewhere else, I would literally go insane. So I have to use cannabis. Like I have to smoke weed. Like, not in a way to like numb myself or anything, but just in a way to help silence that anxiety. Because that's anxiety talking and driving me, you know, making me think of all these what-if scenarios and not really thinking of the other what-if scenarios, which is everything goes well, everything's great. She's good with the kids, you know, she all she does is text on her phone a little bit too much or I don't know something like that where it's not like oh she's not ignoring my kid or she's not being mean or look at her she's playing you know she's playing with my kids and engaging in them oh she didn't even turn on the TV the whole time they were there you know like those kinds of things and sometimes that happens and when you find those kinds of people and babysitters it kind of reaffirms the belief that hey there actually are good humans out here in the world and the majority of people are so chill (laughs) And if they aren't, you have cameras. So you'll be able to see what is going on. (laughs) So, yeah, I mean, so we're going through that right now. I'm just like, oh, my God. I just need to know what's happening with my babies. So, we haven't had, like, a proper date in a very long time. And that's not good for a relationship, right? Like, no. Like, we need to be connecting and, like, going out and doing really fun things. But it's like, yo, I don't trust nobody (laughs) with both my kids, yo. Like, I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know. So... We gotta get over that if we wanna be able to get back into the groove of being us again before, you know, we feel like, oh shit, are we just roommates now? (laughs) Like, you don't wanna feel that way, right? Like, you wanna be like, feeling like, oh shit, like, I just can't get enough of this person. So, yeah, think about that before you have kids. If you don't have any kids and you're listening to this, then that's definitely something to think about because things change, you know, kids change everything. When people say that, it's not them just being obnoxious or whatever, like real talk. No, yo, listen, real talk. I got to make y'all. Y'all are really hearing me. Real talk. <laughs> kids change everything. <laughs> <laughs> okay like i'm not like if anybody tells you that just believe me so yeah anywho i can go on that subject forever but i wanted to share with you guys a message that i received on one mama's instagram account because i thought that it's something that you guys should hear and that would really resonate because it resonated with me so yeah here we go she goes all the CPS, which is Child Protective Services and Sanity OMG. First of all, I want to shout out to the Marine County Health and Wellness and Dr. Kiki Jordan for being a goddess savior. I was living in the Bay Area of California when I found out I was pregnant. I had a midwife. I had care and support. I had no idea. I was it was so great. When I was seven months pregnant, I moved back to New York where my family is from. I had to get a new midwife in care, etc. The midwives I was working with were such a frat, far cry from the care of Dr. Kiki, I was in shock. All of my medical records were transferred from California. And those records had an answered to yes to having smoked weed within the past five years. I lived in California for five years, so yeah, duh, I mean, right. <laughs> when my breech baby got taken out of me in a forced schedule C-section, an angry story for another time. As I was recovering in the hospital room hours after my baby was born, still so itchy from the opioids that were in the epidural, Yeah, I remember that feeling, girl. I remember that feeling. (laughs) Trust me. Trying to figure out breastfeeding in love with my babe. A person came in the room, made my baby daddy leave, made everyone leave, and told me because I answered the question about marijuana use affirmatively, they were going to test my child for THC and me and have a social worker come talk to us. I have never been so afraid in my whole life. Before we left California, my baby daddy got me some super low THC, mostly CBD weed, and I would take a puff like once a week to have moments to actually calm down. Moving while pregnant sucks, girl. I have been there, trust me, and I will never do that shit again. Of all the things in life I regret doing, I never regret more. Like, and I just, there's nothing worse to me in my life, and I wish that I could go back in time and not do some shit this stupid is move while you're pregnant. Like, moving sucks, first of all. Nobody likes moving. I hate moving, but to move and be pregnant, oh, that's hell. That is what hell it's like. I'm absolutely certain. (laughs) I was so... We did that last summer. Oh my gosh. I wanted to die. It was so stressful for me because my hormones were driving me up the wall. I was... I don't even want to think about it. All right. Back to the message. So she said, Moving while pregnant sucks so I knew there was potentially THC in my system so I was like they're gonna take my baby away I was so overwhelmed with everything I didn't tell anyone and I waited 24 hours with this in my head before I got talked to by a social worker who after a long talk and reprimand while well, marijuana is not legal in this state blah 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 I guess I was given the okay to continue mothering my new baby question mark As a side note, this social worker had a nine-month-old and we discussed breastfeeding, which she said she only made it to six weeks because of how much she hated it. And I look back on this and I'm still breastfeeding my 14-month-old. I didn't start using cannabis regularly again until she was about eight months old. And I'm so thankful for it. I wish I wasn't so worried about it because I really think it helps. And what it helped more with my postpartum anxiety and she sends a picture of her baby and her baby is so cute that's so many teeth (laughs) she's got so many teeth she's adorable yeah so I just wanted to share that with you guys because I feel like she brought up a lot of really excellent points and she just told like a really real ass story of like what it's like to like Get care here in California, and get care in New York. And I've had had I've given birth in both of those places as well. And it's definitely different. Like giving birth in a New York City hospital, it's not you don't get the same treatment as you do here in California. The treatment I find in California is much better, and like they're really focused on the patient. And you can feel that you you don't feel like it's just another body in a bed like you do in a New York hospital. Like, even when you're paying more money, you still feel like I'm paying, and you you know, like, and it's in the back of your head, and I'm paying more money to have paid more people to pay attention to me. Like, I'm basically paying you to care about me. And so, you know, depending on how that sits with you, it's still just not, yeah. (laughs) So, there's that part. But also, like, the way that, cannabis is looked at in New York versus California. Like in New York, cannabis is still kind of taboo. It's still something that you can get open with about, even though almost everybody I know there does it. So, I don't know. It's just, it's really wild because a state like New York has, and a city like New York has such a liberal face on to the world that when you actually live there, you know the truth. That is not that fucking liberal at all, actually. And they have a lot of racial issues in that city, too, so... That's for another time, though. (laughs) But, yeah, I totally felt that. And I just wanted to share that with you guys and you know, let you guys know that I am reading your messages. They are so awesome. And I love when you guys share your stories with me. And if any of you guys have any messages or anything you want me to share or questions you want me to answer and ask here on the podcast, definitely send them to blunt, blunt mama on Instagram, send me a direct message. And I'll be sure to read it and feature it here on the show. Also, if you really enjoy this podcast, yeah, guys, this episode has been so dope. But I am so high. <laughs> I just want to lay down on the couch and stare at the ceiling for a while. <laughs> oh my gosh, I'm so so. Why am I? Why did I just interrupt myself to talk to say I'm going to stare at the ceiling? <laughs> Anyways, so. If you really love this podcast, then definitely feel free to share it with a friend. Sharing is caring. Also, leave a review. Make sure to subscribe on iTunes um, or our Apple Podcasts and subscribe and listen on all platforms Blunt Boy Mama podcast is available and if you really are feeling Blunt Blowing Mama then definitely follow Blunt Boy Mama on Instagram, follow Blunt boy Mama on Twitter, like Blunt Boy Mama on Facebook yeah cause I'm out here <laughs> and yeah until next time you know that's all I got yeah <laughs> That's all I got. Okay. (laughs) Bye.